Welcome to another inspiring message recorded at Thrive Church, a church passionate about moving people towards Jesus. Hi church and welcome to Thrive Online. Isn't it good that we can be together even virtually? Isn't it good that we can still be the church even though we're online? Welcome to Thrive Online and it is Vision Offering Online 2020. We've got Vision Offering happening both physically in our buildings at Edenvale and Boxburg and of course online. So welcome to it today. We're so glad that you can be with us, that we can be the church in this moment for Vision Offering 2020. I want to start today by telling you a quick story about a teacher. She was right in the middle of teaching her class when somebody came from the office, one of the student teachers burst into her office, opened the door without warning, without knocking, and stood at the door of the classroom. The teacher looked at this young man as he stood there, annoyed that he had interrupted her class. She purposefully ignored him, wouldn't give him a minute, wouldn't give him the time of day, until the class finished, she then made him wait for the entire break that followed that class. And after break, she addressed him and said, tell me what it is that you came into my class for. The young man replied very simply and very briefly. He said, ma'am, I came to tell you that your house was on fire. Now, I read that story. I thought to myself, it's all in the response, isn't it? Because if this teacher, if that lady, as annoyed as what she was, if she had responded differently, she would have saved her house. But by the time she heard, her house had burned down. It's all in the response. It's all about our response, isn't it? All about choosing our response. And you know, church, this powerful principle plays out in Scripture. There's a very powerful Scripture, powerful story that illustrates the power of choosing a spiritual response. Israel and their king Jehoshaphat were outnumbered by three enemy nations, and it was almost time for the battle to begin. Israel was on one side of the valley, their enemies, the three armies on the other side. Now, you would expect, like I would, Israel's troops to begin arming themselves to the teeth. You'd begin, expect to see them begin to line up, to march into the fight, but that's not what happened. Here's what happened instead. The king, Jehoshaphat, he chose a different way to fight. He chose a different strategy. Here's the thing. The king chose a different response. He chose a spiritual response. Our text today it comes from 2 Chronicles chapter 20, and we're going to read a few verses from that chapter. Firstly, verse 21. It says, After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord, praising him for his holy splendor. And this is what they sang. Incredible. The army is singing. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Take note of the give thanks to the Lord. It's vital to the story. He chose a spiritual response to a natural problem. You see, yes, you are reading and listening to the story correctly. Instead of choosing warriors to lead the troops into battle, the king assembles a choir. Can you imagine what those men would have thought as they walked 
singing and unarmed onto the battlefield. Can you imagine what their enemies would have been thinking? Bunch of pansies going into battle with nothing but a trumpet. But despite the strange strategy, the men obeyed. The choir marched in front of the army, declaring God's unending love and thanking him. Take note of the thanking him in advance for delivering them. Here's the thing, church. It was a spiritual response, worship. It's a spiritual response to a natural problem being war. Let's have a look at what happens. Let's continue with the story. Second Chronicles chapter 20. At the very moment, they began to sing and give praise. At the very moment, church, simultaneously, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. And the armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Seir and killed every single one of them. After they destroyed the army of Seir, they began attacking each other. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. There is power in a spiritual response to a natural problem. Spiritual response, worship to the natural problem, enemies and war. But how did Jehoshaphat get there? How was he able to do that? How was he able to respond spiritually and not naturally? I mean, my first response to a natural problem is not always spiritual, right? I know you get me. I know you live in the same world as I do. I remember a guy who left the church shortly after Pastor Ken and I took over leadership of Thrive Boxburg. He left the church because of my genes. My first response was not spiritual. My first response was anything but spiritual. I'm like, well, your pants are worse than my pants. If you don't like my jeans, you can get lost. Like, you know the deal. You know, I read the news, politicians, economy, corruption. Our first response, hey, if we're honest, it's not spiritual, is it? What about homeschooling your kids in lockdown? It's not a spiritual response. What about friends that hurt you? A spouse betrays us. Our first response is not spiritual, is it? What about the news that there are more slaves today than during the height of the slave trade? What about the fact that there are more than two million kids trafficked each year in our world? My first response is not spiritual. It's natural. Well, good news for you today. King Jehoshaphat's first response when he heard about the surrounding armies was not spiritual either. It was as natural as what you and I would be. Verse 3 tells us, Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news, and he begged the Lord for guidance. Jehoshaphat was terrified. Don't know about you, I'm glad the guy was normal. Of course he was terrified. Who wouldn't be? Perfectly natural response, right? But here's the thing I want to ask you to grab onto today. Just because there's a natural response doesn't mean there can't be a spiritual one too. The two can run parallel in our lives. We are able to have both a natural and a spiritual response. Because Jehoshaphat is terrified. I mean, the guy is terrified. Thank goodness, the guy's normal. He has a natural response, right? He's terrified. That's one track. But he doesn't act out of his natural response. And that church is the key. He acts not out of his natural response. He acts out of a spiritual response. Have a look in verse 3 with me says that Jehoshaphat was terrified, right? We know that natural response, but he begged the Lord for guidance. 
He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. The response goes on in verse 5. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. So check this out with me. His natural response, naturally, is fear. He was terrified. But he also has a spiritual response. What's his spiritual response? Let me summarize for you. He goes to God for guidance. He orders a fast. He gathers with the community. And he prays. All of them, each of those four things, a spiritual response. And here is the key again. He chooses to act on the spiritual response. And so what happens is God honors that. He and the people then hear from God. Verses 13 to 15, let's check it out. It says that as all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, their children, the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah. Some fabulous names there if you're having a kid in 2021. <laughs> anyway, he was a Levite who was a descendant of Asaph. So he said, he said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, King Jehoshaphat, listen, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours, but God's. He gets a word that God is going to fight for them. Isn't it amazing, church, that a spiritual response always attracts the attention of God? A spiritual response always attracts the attention of God. And so the king had a word from God. Here's the word. I will fight for you. However, the seemingly crazy strategy to put the singers in the front was still the king's decision. The strategy to put a thank you before victory was still his. God hadn't told him to that. He did it. You see, it was another spiritual response by Jehoshaphat. He could easily have put the best fighters in the front and stuck the choir at the back, right? But he doesn't. He designs his strategy around a spiritual response. This is the theme running through what I'm speaking about today. There's a spiritual response. There is power in a spiritual response. God, you've promised us victory, so I'm going to say thank you in advance. I'm going to be grateful in advance. I'm putting the choir who have best place to give you thanks. I'm putting them right in the front before anything else. I want to thank you, Lord. Here's the thing. Jehoshaphat put gratitude before anything else. That's faith. Putting gratitude before anything else. The choir went before the army. The thank you before the weapons. And so instead of worry, there was worship, wasn't there? Instead of fighting, there was fasting. Instead of going it alone, there was gathering together. Instead of grumbling, there was gratitude. All because the king responded spiritually. He had a natural response and a spiritual response, but he acted out of his spiritual response. It's incredible what can happen when we respond spiritually. God is able to do the miraculous in your life when you respond spiritually. 
the king's army never so much as lifted a sword, a spear, or a bow. God did it all. Church, thrive, here's the thing. The battle is never natural. It's always spiritual. And the big lesson here is that while we all have natural default responses to the battles of life, just like Jehoshaphat did, terrified, just because there's a natural response doesn't mean there can't be a spiritual response from you too. Jehoshaphat had both. The guy was terrified, natural response. I get it. I get him. I'm him. But he didn't act out of it. He acted out of a spiritual response. Reminder, he goes straight to God for guidance. He fasted. He prayed. He gathered the community. And then, most profoundly of all, he put the praise singers in front. He put the thank you in front of the army. Spiritual responses. And God acted powerfully on his behalf. So it is, and so it will be with us in this moment, 2020. For Vision Offering 2020, the burden that God laid on Pastor Cand and my heart for our offering in 2020 is an offering of thanksgiving. Thanks living, not just saying thank you, doing something to show it. An offering that says to God, we are grateful to him for how he's kept us, blessed us, strengthened us, for his grace over our lives, for his physical protection, his financial provision. No matter our situation, we are grateful, God. And as we sow and invest into vision offering this year, we all have a natural response to some degree. I know I do. I'm nervous. I'm terrified of what God's going to ask me to do. I'm not sure I can be as generous this year. Perhaps you're thinking that. I'm not sure I can be as generous this year. Maybe you're thinking this year has been hard. Maybe you think, hello, COVID, <laughs> right? Maybe you're thinking, I can't afford to. Natural responses, church. Normal, perfectly normal. But let's not act out of a natural response. Because if I act out of the natural, I give God no space to move in the spiritual. Let me say that again. If I act out of the natural, I give God no space to move in the spiritual. It is powerful when we put gratitude in front of everything. The ultimate spiritual response is to put gratitude in front of everything. As your pastors and leaders, we know there are four categories of people in Thrive Church. There are those who've been devastated financially by the year that has been by COVID. There was a lady who was devastated financially in Scripture, a widow who put in literally her last, I mean, talk about financial devastation. She put in two small coins. It was all she had. She was devastated financially. It didn't stop her from bringing an offering. It shouldn't stop us from bringing something to say we're grateful. There are also those who've been affected by COVID financially. In other words, had salaries reduced and that sort of thing. No matter whether that's happened or not, we can still bring something to show that we're grateful. We've still got clothes on our back, food in our stomachs, roof over our heads. We can still express our gratitude through thanks living. There have been those who haven't been affected financially at all. Salaries have stayed the same. Um, those people are on their knees going, God, we are so grateful. And then there are those who have made more money in COVID than they've ever made before. They were, they just so happened that their business was in the right 
field in the right industry and they've been killing it financially. Those people should be down on their face, face down, giving extravagant offerings to God to say thank you. We're so, so grateful. Church, no matter which of the four categories you're in, well, the one thing we all have in common is we are all going to put gratitude in front of everything. We're going to put gratitude above everything. We're going to respond spiritually like Jehoshaphat did. Church, before we tell you what Vision Offering 2020 and into 2021 is going to be going towards, I want to just share with you the miracle that was Vision Offering last year and earlier this year. In our Edenvale campus, a tithe on our vision offering meant that we were able to, we are able to sink a water well in one of the driest parts of Zimbabwe, meaning that we can bring water to an entire village and community. Do you, do you know what water does to a community? It transforms it. Your offering, your generosity meant that that can happen. We were able to buy a new kids' own space. Uh, so that our kids, more kids, can move towards Jesus. A brand new, beautifully carpeted, beautiful kids' own space. We were able to facelift the entire exterior of the church, plaster it, paint it, get it looking fantastic. We were able to make sure that we got a generator so that no matter what happens with the power, no matter whether we're in load shedding or not, we've always got power. For those of you in our Edenvale campus for this year, as we look forward, this offering... We, is going to be going towards creating a beautiful foyer space that will allow us uh, some extra space to welcome people and connect. It'll say to the community, we're open, we want to connect, we've got space for you, and it'll be able to create an extra, extra space in the foyer. Uh, it'll also give us the space we're trusting that we can be able to build an entrance to a balcony that is in our future plans for the campus as well. So the foyer is going to be lovely and large and airy and light. It'll say welcome. It'll say connect. It'll say more people. And it'll be able to create some space in it for a staircase into a balcony into the future. If you're in our Boxburg campus, we want to let you know a tithe on our vision offering from last year and earlier this year. We were able to bless Live Village with 155,000 rands worth of incredible blessing that was transferred to Live Village Lanseria recently, where the, this community, this beautiful community that's been built there, uh, provides a safe place for foster families to grow and to thrive. Live Village. Uh, so incredibly grateful for that. So in addition to sowing and investing uh, so meaningfully into Live Village Lanseria, Boxburg, the new building is up. It's up. Over 650 square meters of extra space, extended kids' zone classrooms, special needs kids' zone class, office space, ministry and care and counseling space. It's up. It's been a miracle what's happened because of your faithfulness. So Boxburg this year, Vision Offering, is going to be going towards taking that space, that kids' own space, the extra space that we've created, the beautiful special needs class, and making it come alive. We want those kids' classes to scream out to kids, we love you. We want to bring that space alive. We want them to be the most fantastic spaces a child has ever walked into. We want the special needs class to be beautifully kitted out. We wanted to say to those children, we love you. We're here for you. 
well, we have created a space that has been made especially for you to move towards Jesus in your own special way. That's this vision offering. That's what we're going to accomplish with that. Thrive Edenville, Thrive Boxburg, a tithe on our combined vision offering. In other words, both campuses, the tithe on that is going to be going to an incredible organization called Little Eden. Little Eden is a home, a sanctuary, a safe place that has been created to care for people with profound intellectual and mental disabilities. It's a 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year home that cares for people who, as Jesus might describe, are uh, perhaps the most vulnerable in our society. We're going to sow and invest into Little Eden. We're going to sow and invest into the special needs that these people have. We can't wait. We cannot wait to send them a big transfer and bless them out of their socks. Church, we know giving, sowing, investing, generosity, it's a profoundly spiritual response to the goodness of God in our lives, isn't it? Because it just puts gratitude in front of everything. Like the singers ahead of the army, it just puts gratitude in front of everything. Puts gratitude in front of our own needs even. Like King Jehoshaphat, let's put gratitude in front. Let's put it before anything else and let's give this year as a spiritual response. And let's trust God to do the fighting for us. So as you're watching a vision offering online today in this moment, how can you respond? How can you sow? How can you invest? How can you give? How can you be generous? How can you respond spiritually? Well, if you head over to our website, the address is right below me right now. Or if you head over to our app, download our app if you don't have it. it. The app is the easiest way to stay in touch and do literally everything, all things thrive through the app. Either the website or the app, simply go there and you'll be able to either pledge, so you'll be able to complete a quick online thing that'll tell you how to pledge and your pledge can be fulfilled between now and 30th of April, 2021. So you literally go online, fill out just a, a one or two minutes of how you're going to pledge. Or if you're ready to give and able to give in this moment, again, go to the website or our app and simply click on give. Go to vision offering, click on give. And it'll take you straight to a gateway that's secure, safe, online giving. And you'll be able to give your offering right now in this moment. As we prepare to sow and invest today, Psalm 116. I love it. Verse 12 in the message says this. What can I give back to God for the blessings he's poured out on me? What can I give back to God for the blessings that he's poured out on me? I'll lift high the cup of salvation, a toast to God. I'll pray in the name of God. I'll complete what I promised God I'd do, and I'll do it together with his people. Thrive Online, let's pray together. Father, thank you for your love and your goodness. Thank you for holding us and keeping us. Thank you for your grace over our lives in 2020, this crazy year. Thank you for your grace over our lives. Today, as we sow and invest into Vision Offering 2020, we do so out of deep gratitude. 
And Father, we ask for the faith to let our response be a truly spiritual response. Would you grant us faith? Would you increase our faith? Would you bless and multiply what we give and sow and invest in this moment? Would you bless our families? Would you have our, your hand over our families, over our finances, as we partner with you in your kingdom expansion? Thank you for the great privilege of being able to do this. We ask for your blessing over it. We ask for your blessing over both campuses, Boxburg, Edenvale, that you would enable us as a church to reach more than ever before. In Jesus' name, amen. Thrive, thank you for being the church. Isn't it amazing that we can be the church? We can sow and invest. We can write a story sometime about 2020 and what we accomplished together. We're so filled with faith for what God is going to do not only in our church, but in your lives, in your family's lives. And so we pray, we trust for His blessing over you. Have an amazing, an amazing week, everybody. See you next week. We hope you have been blessed and helped by this message. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.thrivechurch.co.za.